I'm a part-time rock star, but I go to work and work hard. What's up? Welcome to the Part-Time Rockstar Podcast, episode 11. My guest today is Daniel Fitzgerald of the band Genosha. Uh, they are a Virginia hardcore band. They got a few albums and an EP under their belt. Uh, at the end of this episode, features one of their songs. Uh, we had a pretty good chat uh, with Daniel here about all kinds of stuff, where he works, how he got into music, and all that. Um, I first came across the band through one of their guitar players, Travis, who is a occupational comrade of mine. Um, in other news, happy holidays, happy 420, hope everybody's staying safe out there. Um, these episodes seem to be doing pretty well, so getting a little bit of attention, a little bit of traction. So message me if you want to do an interview or something like that. In any case, happy holidays. What's up? What's up, Daniel? Welcome to the Part-Time Rockstar Podcast, uh, my latest little project here that I have going. Uh, to the listeners out there, my guest today is Daniel Fitzgerald of the band Genosha. Did I say that right? Yes, sir. Thank you. Cool. Thanks for having uh, me, man. Yeah, man. Thanks for coming on. Um, yeah. I like to think that this supports both the band and then maybe supports this podcast somehow. Absolutely. Um, so hopefully people who know you might listen and they might dig it. Yeah. Um, I, this is my first time meeting you and it's obviously over FaceTime. We yeah. Are, yeah. We're yeah. quarantined. Um, so it's not quite as, uh, as man to man as a face to face interview would be. But, um, like I said, I've been doing a lot of these and they've been going pretty well. I think, I think FaceTime, uh, the, the stock of FaceTime has risen quite a bit over the last couple of <laughs> weeks in general. Um, yeah, you know, I'm surprised it doesn't crash. Exactly. Yeah, all kinds of people FaceTiming that typically wouldn't, myself included. Yeah, so. yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, you just kind of get used to it, I guess. Absolutely, yeah. Um, but anyway, like uh, like I was talking to you earlier, I know Travis. Yeah. Uh, I work with him. Yeah. And uh, he's a fellow guitar player. He's a hell of a guitar player, yes. Yeah, I actually haven't seen you guys play or anything like that. I haven't got to play with Travis because he lives pretty far from me. Yeah. I'm a I'm a Merlander. Oh, okay. As they okay. say, I see. So, uh, but you guys, you guys are out of the same fire station. Uh, same fire department, but uh, yeah, we kind of work all over the place as far as, as that goes. Cool. But uh, we've definitely talked a fair amount for sure. Awesome. Uh, at work about maybe even playing together someday. Yeah, so definitely. Who knows? He's 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 very talented. Very talented. I believe it. He, uh, he strikes me as a confident guy. I wouldn't would eat around the bush <laughs> too much. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Um, yeah, man. So, yeah, I, I guess I would just kind of let you maybe go into a little bit about how you operate the band or if you're the band leader or what your function is in the band. No, I mean, uh, I you know, I, I think the cool thing about our band is we all have a respective part. I think um, I think if anybody would be technically a leader, it would probably be Joel, our vocalist. Um, he's obviously the founding member. Um, it's kind of his baby first and foremost, I think. Um, but I think we all play a pretty integral part in what we do. Um, we all wear the same size of hat, pretty much. I'd have to say. Um, I've that's been, what's up. yeah. I mean, I think that's the best way. 
And I think that that's brought us a lot of happiness throughout the, the years that we've been playing together. And it's helped us kind of just have a longevity that, you know, a lot of bands, they really don't have because, you know, sometimes egos can get in the way, um, you know, things like that. And it's, you know, I think we've really, we've learned how to work as a team, um, which is, which is fantastic. So. Yeah, I like to joke most bands should probably have two trailers, you know, one for the gear and then one for the egos. Absolutely. Not to so say we not to <laughs> say we don't have them on a good night, you know, but it's fun to challenge each other, but at the same time at the end of the day, you know, we all support each other and we and that's just kind of how we have maintained somewhat of a longevity in this industry which can be tough. Um, yeah, so yeah, before, so before we, get we get into that, that what did you say you played? So I'm I'm the other guitar player. Um, okay. Yep. Yeah, mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, so I, I do play guitar. Do you guys swap leads? Are you kind of like the guitar battling duo, or I, I think we defined you know, rhythm and lead guy. Uh, no, I think Travis and I we kind of feed off of each other pretty well. Um, you know, we let each other. Like I said, Travis and I we've been playing off each other's strengths now for a long time. Um, you know, I can. You know, he does certain things that I kind of call him the mad scientist. Um, because he'll pull some stuff out that'll just cross your eyes and you know I'm a little bit more of a foundation guy like I work a little bit more on some hooks or some you know some solid rhythm yeah. and but Travis he just you know he's kind of a wizard with with some technical stuff and some really off time things so it, it's pretty awesome to try to keep up with him so to speak from time to time and I think myself I come in more a little bit I mean I definitely kind of try to lay that heavy thick foundation which which works i think and i i like i like you know it's hard to say more i like yeah no i just i think i I try to lay that thick melody or that thick just that under that foundation and then kind of travis can kind of do some you know some i I just call it kind of scientific stuff over the top of it because it's just like mad scientist stuff over you know we're all playing like this low thick end and he kind of comes in with the lightning, so to speak. Oh, that's what's up. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I never did get to play with Travis, at least yet. Yeah. Um, I know personally, like, it can be a battle sometimes when sure. it comes to, like, guitar volumes mm-hmm. and yeah. who's playing what. Sometimes it can get, Yeah. I don't know, no, no perspective. It, it can be a battle. It's hard. It can absolutely be a battle. And especially when you get five guys in a room, right. you're all battling some nights, you know, and... and that's part of the game but i think like i said you know when you've been at it for a long period of time you learn how to work with each other and feed off of each other and i think it's just like any successful team like you know myself in this band i kind of i think we all play a role so to speak and i'm a little bit older than some of the guys so you know from time to time i'll use a little bit of experience to say hey you know maybe you know, let's try yeah, a little like bit different. Yeah, lay down the law a little bit. Well, <laughs> or just be like, you know, from my mistakes, you know, let's not do that or, you know, just yeah. things like that. Just because, you know, sometimes if, if I can be like, hey, you know, you don't, I don't, I don't know where I'm going with that. So you probably want to edit that out. <laughs> no um, worries. We'll see how it goes. In, in yeah. Yeah. Um, so, like, you guys play some pretty hardcore stuff. Yeah, I mean... Uh, I don't, I, people who listen to this episode, they might be familiar or they might not. Mm-hmm. I imagine hopefully some of your guys' friends will. So, you probably don't have to describe it too much, but, I mean, mm-hmm. 
what would you guys say you sort of model your sound after or I think you know we're kind of and that's one of the things about Genosha is that we're this kind of perfect storm of five different elements and you get you know five guys from you know relatively similar backgrounds but at the same time very different backgrounds and that you know each guy kind of just does he brings his own influences and I know that may sound generic but it's so true in this band because typically we don't all listen to the same stuff so we've kind of developed this hybrid that's kind of metal it's kind of hardcore it can be melodic it can be spazzy and it's just it's an experience I think that is is really unique and I think that that's what is one of the driving things that you know why people come see us is they know that it's not going to be we're definitely a, a little bit different from your average metal band or hardcore band well, you're also a bona fide band in the sense you got five guys and they're all committed. Absolutely, it's not always yeah. easy to come by. Yeah, that's that says something too. And you know, I mean, we've had some turnover in the days, but you know, I think we've we've been a pretty solid unit since at least 2015. And yeah, you know, so that's not bad. It's five years. I was yeah. going to ask how that's, long. <laughs> that's like 40 years in in, in punk rock band. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, how many records have you guys managed to put out so far? So, let's see. I mean, we started with, we did our first real EP. I think Travis came on in the late fall or, you know, the early winter of 2015, and we did our first EP. And I think that was when we really solidified what we're doing. Um, and then, you know, we, we played on that and just kind of did it. And, you know, we've done, let's see three full lengths after that um and so we, we we've done some stuff and we've got a couple yeah. splits in there and all kinds of yeah stuff. i'm kind of looking at your discography and just trying to see maybe what i would ask you about maybe if you had a, a proudest moment or kind of a, a shining guitar lick or like a story about a song in particular yeah whether whether old or new i mean i mean honestly you know we I'd have to say most of our records have been amazing experiences. And just, I think that we we're constantly surprising ourselves with what we can do. And like once we, you know, we've, we've pretty much outdone ourselves with each record, I'd have to say. And, you know, so I think that in a whole is kind of what it's about. And, you know, we have a solid, you know, maybe 10 to 12 songs that we all absolutely love. And so, That's cool. you know, a greatest hits, if you will, or that people just love. So a lot of proud moments in there. Is your vocalist kind of your primary writer or does he just do lyrics? He does. I mean, he helps, he obviously helps arrange, like he'll help us, you know, focus parts or things that he wants to hear. He's obviously going to speak up about it. Um, but like I said before, you know, we all kind of have our role. You know, yeah. so I mean, I'll come up with a riff, or Travis will come up with a riff, or even Jr. will come up with a drum beat, and then off we go. And then, but right you know, so Travis does a lot of homework as well. He'll come up with some good core ideas, and just kind of, you know, we'll work with that and go from there. Or you know, we'll all kind of have an idea that'll start as a seed, and then by the end of it, it's a full-blown Genosha song, which sometimes can be pretty awesome. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's always good when it's a collaborative effort. Absolutely. Um, so yeah, I mean, from talking to Travis, it sounds like you guys have definitely branched out. I don't know if you're full-fledged touring, but it sounds like you're definitely getting around. I mean, yeah, you know, um, we, we've definitely played up and down the Mid-Atlantic. You know, we've played 
you know, a, a, you know, a whole bunch of different states now. You know, we're, you know, we all have jobs and some of us have families, but we definitely get out there. You know, even for a non full time touring band, we have put in some serious work in five years, and I think that's really impressive. Um, yeah, you mentioned maybe playing Vegas. I forgot if you said you already had. We're, 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 we're trying, trying to. to. We're trying to put <laughs> something. Cool. Yeah, we're trying to put something together for the West Coast. Um, you know, that is in our goal. I mean, barring all the stuff that's happening right now, you know, it, it's kind of shelved a lot of ideas, unfortunately, that we were working on. I mean, we are working on a new record. Um, that's probably about half done. You know, we have a whole bunch of other things. We had shows lined up. I'm sure everybody in the music community, they know right now kind of what everyone's going through. You know, tours have been shelved. Shows have been canceled. You know, dudes can't even practice right now. You know, we, yes. haven't, we haven't even been able to practice. And, you know, we're going on five or six weeks. And, you know, who knows how long it will be. But, you know, coming back, we, we definitely have plans to continue going and, you know, we'll probably do, you know, some pretty strong East Coast presence. And then we definitely want to get over to the West Coast at some point in our career. Um, but Vegas would be amazing. We definitely want to go visit Colorado and some parts of California. For That'd sure. be fun. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. I'm sure we get into all kinds of trouble out there. No doubt. No doubt. Do you guys find that you have like a, a sort of area of the country that works for you other well, than the obvious, which would be a hometown show? Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, we do... I just I think we, that we we make friends where we go, and I think that we we're a fun band to be around. Like we're always we show up and we we show everybody a good time. You know we're we're respectful to everybody. We show out at the bar. We bring kids. You know kids know that you know when we show up it's going to be a nice time. So we always have a good relationship with pretty much wherever we've been. Um, but I think just you know out west is an uncharted place that you know we'll, we'll get to at some point when it, when the time is right. So hopefully we yeah. can we can get through this 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 situation we have going on and just kind of move forward from there. Yeah, so I mean those are kind of like some general band questions, but I haven't asked you a lot of like personal stuff. Sure. I mean, obviously music's kind of heavy. What you're playing now is that what you grew up with, or is that something that you got into later on? Well, you know the funny thing is, is that is what I mean. I grew up on you know all kinds of you know typical stuff that people would come up as a kid you know what was popular at the time and then you know I discovered underground music as a teenager and kind of the rest was history you know I went to my first punk rock show at 14 and I kind of yeah. just ran with it from there it was like a world I'd never seen before and as soon as I got there I didn't want to leave yeah, so, so you're no stranger to a good mosh pit then. No, never. No, no. <laughs> I've, uh, you know, I might have hung up my gloves a few years back, but at the same time, I've, I've yeah. put in some time there. But, you know, I, I think, um, let's see, I want to say. Yeah, I, um, I've, I've played heavy music for a really long time, and it's kind of what I do best. And so it's kind of one of those things, you know, you don't really want to put it down. So I just kind of, that's what I do. I don't always listen to heavy music. Um, you know, I listen to a lot of podcasts now, ironically. Um, uh, but, you know, perfect. Yeah, exactly. So for the most part, you know, I, I enjoy playing heavy music and it's what I do. So, yeah. yeah. well, I mean, I'm a guitar player first and foremost. There you and go. I mean, I grew up pretty much with all the typical 70s, 80s guitar players that we all like, but then, I mean, like, my favorite all-time guitar player is Dimebag Daryl. There you sure. go. Yeah, we're so. huge, huge Pantera fans in this band. Yeah. Um, Dimebag, definitely an influence of mine, um, influence of Travis's. Joel lives and breathes Pantera, um, you know, right so, 
definitely definitely huge Pantera fans. Maybe you could sneak a Pantera song in the set one time. We've we've messed around <laughs> with a couple things. Um, we've we've played with a couple riffs. I know Travis can do a mean cover of uh, Floods. He's always told me that he can play that song yeah, really well. That's a good little arpeggio. Yeah, for sure. that's that song is a monster. Um, we've messed around with uh, we've 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 messed around with that song slaughtered a little bit during practice. So, oh yeah. You know who knows? Cool. Maybe that that might make an appearance at some point, but. You know, actually, that's one of their troubles as a band is actually deciding on a cover. That's like one of the toughest things yeah. as a band. I think it. I don't know personally. I feel like it comes down to the singer, like their tone of voice. True. Like if if they're not only the tone of their voice, but then like their passion for the song. Mm-hmm. Like yep. if they know the lyrics by heart, and it's not something they have to fake. You can feel it. I feel like that's a good place to start. Absolutely. Because um, I mean, everybody else has a million different influences. And, mm-hmm. Um, That's a very good yeah. point. What are some of your favorite non-metal bands as a, shall we say, a slightly older seasoned gentleman? Maybe <laughs> well, isn't you know, always listening to the hardest shit. <laughs> exactly. Well, you know, I listen to you know a whole bunch of stuff. Like right now, I'm into this band, Pianos Become the Teeth, which actually they're kind of from your neck of the woods. Um, they're Bal- check them out right now. Yeah, uh, Baltimore band. Um, you know, they kind of started out as more of a hardcore band and then became a lot more melodic. I'm into all kinds of stuff. So you said uh, pianos. Oh, there it is. Pianos become the teeth. Yeah, they're yeah. amazing. They have this one album called "Keep You" that is probably it came out in like 2015, but that's probably one of the things I listened to so much um, in the past couple of years. And uh, I'm into this band Drug Church a lot right now. They're a lot of fun. They're getting a lot of heat. Um, so I like them. And cool. Yeah. Right on. I mean, a lot of times. What, what are you people, listening to right now? Um, probably my favorite band going is a tie between one from Pennsylvania called the Menzingers. Definitely, they do like uh, kind of a punk rock, almost gin blossomy '90s sound. I love it. And then uh, Susto is a, a uh, South Carolina band cool. that is very bluegrass, bluegrass rock. Awesome, I love it. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I typically try to toe the line between, I don't know, harder stuff and softer stuff. Yeah, you gotta um, have you gotta have balance, and it helps in your in your writing. You know, if you, it actually, there's there's so much melodic stuff that actually happens in heavy music that it can kind of influence what yeah. you're playing when you're playing heavy, and you don't even really realize it. Yeah, I mean, I, I could send you one of my band songs or something, but I kind of think that I write in the 90s world and then <laughs> try to just keep it a little bit poppy always looking yeah. for those little earworms and sure you should definitely you, know. you should definitely check out drug church though because that's that, yeah that's that'd I'm be great right now that'd be right up your alley their album cheer I think that the, there's a huge kind of grunge renaissance happening right now and a lot Seems of like it. a lot of punk stuff is actually, you know, or indie stuff is actually just it's pretty grungy and it's awesome. Yeah. I love it. I love the guitar tones, I love the vocal approaches I'm hearing. Um, I love it. Yeah, personally I don't have a choice because I happen to be the singer and the guitar player and that's Excellent. just the way my voice sounds. So Perfect. I'm like, well all right, grunge it is. <laughs> Even if I wanna like kinda play like a reggae song once in a while or or a heavy metal song, you know. It's gonna have some gravel but, uh, to those vocals. Indeed, that's all I got is gravel. Awesome. Um, nothing wrong with that. <laughs> but yeah, this is this podcast is oriented toward like the the working musician. I like to say, absolutely. So there's not a not a lot of full time rock stars. 
No. Um, we don't have to talk about your employment or anything mm. like that too seriously, but if, if there's something fun that you want to mention about what you do or yeah, no, how I, it um, maybe uh, inspires you or drags you down. <laughs> well, I'm very fortunate because I own my own business. I have a, oh, a cool. an all-natural dog food store. So I sell like, really? yeah, some of the best food, um, you know, and, and best stuff that you can give a dog, all natural, healthy stuff. But the cool thing about owning your own business is it allows you to play rock star on the weekends, like whenever you yeah. want and to travel and to play shows. So, you know, I'm very fortunate in that sense to where, you know, having my own business, I could go do that. But well, uh, what's the name of your store, if you don't mind? So it's called Crate and Marrow in Marrow, like a bone. Got it. And that's in what part of uh, Virginia? Yeah, we, we're right out of Charlottesville, Virginia. All right. Yeah, I mean, uh, I may have to make a little trek down there if I'm, if I'm in the neighborhood. No, we have a great website, so, you know, you can always look. We're on Instagram, all that fun stuff, oh, so you can check you us out. And, yeah, yeah. Okay. And especially right Here. now with, you know, what's going on in the world, we're doing, we're helping a lot of people remotely. You know, I ship nationwide, so. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm taking a I'm actually sending the link over to my girlfriend right now. Awesome. Because <laughs> we need to <laughs> pick anything up. Absolutely. You know, Travis is, yeah, Travis's dog knows me. JR's animals. You know, I, I take okay. care of all the band guys' dogs, and, yeah, I love it. So, yeah, so right we on. do that. And, you know, Travis, obviously, he, you know, he works for the fire department, and Joel's worked in manufacturing, and, you know, JR works at a winery. So, we're, you know, we're all blue-collar guys. Um, you know, within reason, and you know, we all work hard and we play hard. We play right very hard. <laughs> as long for as long as we can, right? Absolutely, and, uh, absolutely. As long as the livers and the kidneys all hold up. <laughs> um, cool. So yeah, I mean, we, we kind of covered a, some of the basic stuff. Cool. Um, sometimes what I ask people is is kind of like fun questions, like. Maybe things they wouldn't know about you or the band, or uh, just fun stories surrounding it. I'm trying to think how to kick that off. Um, might have to come back to that. Maybe I can try to lead into it. Um, yeah, maybe like um, best and worst gigs. Okay. Is a, is a good thing to think about too. Yeah, um, I'd have to say you know one of our best gigs. Usually our best gigs are with. You know, friends that we play with, um, we're always going to try to outdo each other. You know, so yeah. whether it's you know we we have a pretty good handful of local bands throughout Virginia that we've we've played with over the years, and you know we always we've even you know they've helped us out with a member here and there. So we always you know we always try to put on a good show there. Um, some of our record release parties have been pretty intense, um, and I would have to say you know going back to Joel anytime you show up we're gonna put on a show and you know in Joel especially he is the kind of guy that he's not gonna put his personal safety first so I mean if there's something crazy he's gonna climb off of it he's gonna jump on it there might be fireworks there might be you know there may have been an ambulance or two at our shows you know we're going to buy you drinks. We're going to have a good time. And that's what it's kind of all about. Um, well, you're buying your fans drinks? Or sure. Drinks? Yeah. yeah. We're not afraid <laughs> to throw down a pitcher, you know, for people. Or, you know, we, yeah. we do a lot of fun stuff like, you know, every Christmas we do um, a festival. So, yeah. Um, 
you know, one of the cool things that we do, you know, Joel kind of started this festival every year at Christmas that's a toy drive. And so, like I said, going back to buying beers, you know, we, we've donated toys. We'll buy beers for people that bring toys. And we've done that four years in a row, I believe. And, you know, he hosts all the bands of Virginia. So it's always a great showing out. It's for a great cause. And that always gets pretty epic. Um, so those are always really fun. Cool. I got to, like, make sure I follow you guys and all that so I can yeah. see what it is. Well, I'm hoping this year um, we're going to be able to do one. So. Yeah, it was... Who knows at this point? Everything seems to be up in the air. Absolutely. As far as times timelines go and what the new normal is going to be. Yeah, I mean, as far as bad shows go, I mean, I, I think every band's had their share. I mean, you know, it's you know sometimes you drive to, you know, four or five hours away to a club that doesn't understand you per se. Yeah. You know, or like you're just completely on a bill where you don't belong, and then you don't get treated well. Um, you play at two o'clock in the morning and then have to drive home, you know, and you end up getting home at five, six o'clock in the morning. Those are, you know, that's part of that working band kind of thing. And, you know, it's kind of a bummer, but, you know, you have to take the good with the bad. Um, you oh, know, we've, sure. We've definitely it makes had, the good ones. Yeah. It makes the good ones that much better. Sure. I mean, we, we've definitely had some pretty crazy experiences out there, you know, but, uh, you know, that's just kind of the name of the game. And this kind of, in this kind of music, you're always going to have you know, one or two people around that might make things interesting, so to speak. So we're, we're no strangers to that. Right on. So have you guys had any uh, cool music video shoots or anything like that? Yeah, we, we've done some really good videos. Um, you know, there's a good one on our Facebook. I think that's it's our one of, for one of our more you know, classic songs called Bust a Boogie. Um, you know, we, we had a whole bunch up, but then you know, there's something happened with YouTube and some of them were taken down. But, um, you know, people can go to YouTube and search us and you'll see some good live performances that we've done. Um, yeah, I didn't see a whole lot. I guess that's why I was asking. If, yeah, uh, we I mean, honestly, we had a whole bunch. And yeah. yeah, they they were they we had yeah I don't know if I really should get into that right here but oh no worries yeah I mean, we uh, mm -hmm. um, what I'll try to do is feature a song cool. at the end of the episode so yeah. I don't know if you want to get together and ask the guys which ones they want to promote lately but, definitely will definitely will um, mm -hmm. if it were up to you which song do you think you would go with that's a tough choice I'd probably go we have a song called. Oh man, now you put me on the spot there. Give me a, give me a What's second. What's your favorite one to play lately? Maybe it doesn't mean it's your favorite all time or anything like that. Fair enough. Um, we have a song called "Boss Battle Background Music." Yeah, I see that second on your Spotify. Yeah, I would have to say that one really people go off for that one. I think all of us as members really go the hardest when we play that one. Right on. Mm -hmm. yeah. Maybe I'll try to feature that one then. Yeah, that's a good one. Out there. That's definitely a good one. All right, cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, I mean, people can definitely find you on Spotify, YouTube, Facebook. At least yeah. that's that's where I follow you guys. Yeah, we're on. So it doesn't you know, seem like you're too hard to find. No, we're on all the streaming services, iTunes, all that stuff. Mm -hmm. Cool. Well, um, I mean, obviously we're all in the quarantine and uh, some more so than others. Mm -hmm. uh, it sounds like you've been keeping pretty busy, though. It sounds like you uh, still have work to do. And Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm in, you know, one of the essential businesses, so I'm still working, you know, six days a week, but I just, 
I'm so grateful because so many people right now don't have that opportunity. And, yeah. um, you know, I just kind of wanted to say that I hope that, you know, even as musicians, we can kind of take time and just kind of work on things. You know, a lot of people play music because of things that are going on within themselves and they use it as an outlet. And yeah. so to kind of try to find, you know, a lot of people to just try to find a different way to do that or to find a different way to practice your craft while you can't be in a band. You know, keep writing those riffs, keep working on stuff, you know, networking with people, talking to people, being supportive of other musicians. Um, just like what you're doing right now is absolutely amazing. And I, and I think that, you know, that's that's so important right now that we all kind of help each other get through this. Um, yeah, but, man. I mean, I honestly just appreciate having people on. And sure. like I said, I kind of feel like hopefully it works both ways. And yeah. Yeah. as I'm sure you know, music's just one big group of weirdos it who really is it really kind of wants some attention and they all kind of want want their band to work and people Absolutely. to come out to the shows so sure sure um yeah hopefully i'll be able to get down to one of your guys at some point yeah um, i mean it, it's never a dull moment when we play so treat yourself sometime and we'll definitely buy you a beer <laughs> <laughs> i don't know i might be buying travis more beers <laughs> fair enough <laughs> uh, i've heard some rumblings about Lots of tequila shots too. So I mean, you nope, know, no we, promises have been made. But sometimes we, uh, when we travel, every now and again, we will take a shot of bourbon um, before we yeah. play, just kind of as a celebration. Like, you know, whether we go play West Virginia or the Carolinas or you know somewhere far away, and just kind of in a new place, we we usually have a shot or two before we play, just to really kind of you know have yeah, that bond. On, on the practical side of things, when you guys travel. What do you travel in? Are well, to tell you, or? well, you know, we, we we mix it up some. You know, when we can carpool, we do. Um, but the fact is, we live in all different parts of the state. So whenever we play far away, it just kind of depends which route we're going to take. Um, I travel a lot with Jr. the drummer. Um, you know, and him yeah. and I, and you know, we ride together. And Travis is usually either leaving from the job, and you know, we all kind of just do our own thing. Um, when we go record or we go away for a few days, usually we'll travel more together. But, yeah, do you guys try to all crash at the same place and get a house when you do, or is it mostly you're just driving straight there and then driving straight back? Well, we did that a lot um, in the beginning, but now, myself included, when we start to play for you know anywhere over four hours away, three hours away, yeah. I like to kind of get a room now, and it just helps us relax. Um, oh, you know, yeah, you can sure. relax before the show, you can relax a little bit after, um, you know, and just kind of not have to worry. And then at the same time, if you're having those whiskey shots, you're not putting yourself at risk and getting on the road. Oh, yeah. Which is important. So all you musicians out there. <clears throat> yeah, I got, definitely got to take advantage of those lifts and Ubers now these absolutely. days. Absolutely, absolutely. It's almost too easy yeah. not to. Yeah, I mean, exactly. And that's the thing. So, you know, travel with somebody, you know, make sure you're, you're not out there on five hours of sleep at four o'clock in the morning driving across state lines and you know putting yourself at risk or somebody else at risk i think is really important as a musician and we should all hold each other to that standard i think whenever we can yeah indeed indeed that sounds so um, not rock and roll that's so not rock well, and roll. like i said we're all yeah. we're all getting a little older a little wiser well you know you know, you know we're all smart people and responsibility you know, you got to be yep. smart about it. Plus, we at the same time we want to live to keep playing and do what we do. Yeah, and jail is real. Jail is a real thing. For all you whippersnappers <laughs> out there. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. 
Um, so yeah, do you kind of want to give any shout outs to people you think might listen to this, like friends, family, well, fans, I mean, you groupies? Know, I think all of our friends have been very supportive. I think, you know, um, you know, I want to give a big shout out to JR's family. Um, JR is our drummer and, you know, for, for five years we've played in the, in this guy's, at his house and, you know, we're, we're not the quietest band and you can kind of hear us, you can hear us from a quarter mile away. And, you know, for years that these guys have been supportive of us just playing in essentially their backyard and kind of, you know, I think about it and I chuckle from time to time that, you know, these guys, they've heard us write every record song by song and riff by riff and just all of it. And so I'm really grateful that we've had a place to play because, you know, one of the hardest things as a band in the beginning, or at least when I was growing up, was even just starting was finding a place to practice. And that's so yeah. hard. You know, I mean, the first time when I met this band, they were actually jamming in a storage unit, which is not uncommon. And then yeah. eventually, you know, I... I came back around and we started jamming again and we were able to start jamming at JR's house. So I've always been forever grateful and to have that and to his family and to him especially, you know, to be able to do that. And, you know, I think that's part of it. It's kind of become like our clubhouse. You know, we can kind of just go and unwind and, you know, that's our place. And, you know, as far as other shout outs, I mean, there's so many great clubs in Virginia that have hosted us. You know, the Sound of Music in Richmond is fantastic. Um, you know, there's a place in, in Fredericksburg called the Rec Center. And, you know, they've, they've changed hands, but, you know, those guys are great. And they're, you know, the, the cats that run that are fantastic people. And they've always been so good to us. And, you know, so any bands trying to reach out, get with those guys. Um, Keith and Melissa, they're fantastic. Um, you know, so many different places we've played. You know, there's, there's a, a guy named Jay Ton out of Charlottesville who's put us on for years. You know, um, you know, Magnus Productions is what he goes by. And, you know, we just, we're really lucky to have a scene, you know, where there's all kinds of places to play. There's all kinds of guys putting in work. And so, you know, a whole bunch of great bands out there too. Um, We love, you know, all kinds of local bands. You know, the Donalds have been a huge influence on us. They're kind of like, you know, we've been doing stuff with them for a long time. 333, another fantastic band. You know, guys that we've been jamming with on and off for, you know, four or five years you know, tons of bands, so. Yeah, it's good to have that community. Absolutely, you know. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, definitely let them know if they want to be on the podcast. Oh, I'm sure. Uh, I'm sure. I'm doing more. But, yeah, is there anything maybe we didn't get into or didn't mention or something that seems important but I just glossed over? I know. I'm trying to think. So actually one of the cool things that, you know, we're, we're fortunate as a band that I'll mention is we, we've recorded at this studio called, uh, you know, it's called Raw Studios or Raw Recording and it's in New York. And, you know, and for, you know, a bunch of guys like us, we, you know, we make this, this pilgrimage up there, you know, every year or two and we go and, and we record with this guy and his name is JC and he's done some amazing stuff. So if you listen to our records... You know, he's really, you know, we're very fortunate to have worked with him. So we want to put a big shout out to him. Yeah, um, pretty high quality. Yeah, his name is J.C. Santalis and it's Raw Recording. And he's up in Patterson, New York. So it's actually kind of the, the country version of New York. He's a little bit upstate. So it's kind of a nice relaxing thing. But, you know, it's a studio. He's worked with everybody from like Hatebreed and Integrity to, you know, that really famous band American Authors. 
Um, you know, he did Steve-O's rap album that never came out. You know, That's stuff like that. Funny. It was pretty funny. But he's a great guy, and he knows us. He puts up with us because we get pretty wild. And, you know, so he, we're, we're very grateful to have him. And, you know, like I said, we're halfway through writing this record, and we're looking forward to getting back with him again and, and putting out another one. So, yeah, big shout-out to him. Right on. Well, um, I'll probably wrap it up here. I think um, probably itching to go sit on the couch here, maybe watch a movie or something. Fair enough. The other half. Absolutely. Um, but I do appreciate you for coming on and yeah. chatting. I know yeah, I mean, you're it was busy a and you got a full-fledged business to run. Oh. Um, so I wasn't sure which one of you guys I was going to talk to, um, but nonetheless... Yeah. Well, Always no, appreciate I, it. I, I appreciate you having me, and, and thanks for checking us out and supporting us. And you know, we'll definitely you know throw your band some some props out here and get your podcast you know some some representation because you know every little bit helps. And very right. Good. And um, if there's anything that coincides with what you're doing as a band, which I know is a ton, as none of us are, mm. uh, but if there's like a specific date or time frame that you know is best for you guys and obviously I'll do that to, to help promote the band sounds good so alright man um, I'll be talking to you alright thanks Brett have a great have a great night be safe yeah, Yeah, I want to thank my guest Daniel for coming on and all the members of Genosha, really, for uh, supporting the podcast. Um, if you do live in Virginia, maybe you can check out Daniel's store and get the doggo some new treats, perhaps. Um, again, uh, they have three albums full length out, as well as an EP. Uh, it looks like their last album was called Merger. And um, the song that you're hearing in the background is called Boss Battle Background, coincidentally enough. Uh, You can check them out on Spotify and Facebook and whenever the world does get back around to having concerts again. uh, You'll be able to find their dates up on their website as well. Hope everybody's doing all right. And uh, other than that, we'll see you on the next episode.
over here! 